0: Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 219. We're reading Acts chapters 20, 21, and 22 today. Your hosts are Dave Moore and Fiona Carter.
1: This is the Daily Reader for day 219, Acts chapters 20 through 22. In chapter 20, Paul moves through Macedonia to Ephesus, where he had previously spent two years proclaiming the gospel, determined to go to Jerusalem. His parting words for the Ephesian elders capture the zeal that appears to have driven his life. I know that none of you, among whom I have gone about proclaiming the kingdom, will see my face again. Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all, for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. The grief and anxiety crests at Tyre when we are reacquainted with Agabus, the prophet, whom in chapter 11 foretold the famine that occurred in the days of the emperor Claudius. His vision today is even more foreboding, that the Jews at Jerusalem would bind Paul and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. Though Luke asserts that we and the people urged him not to go up to Jerusalem, Paul was indignant. What are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be imprisoned, but even to die in Jerusalem. For the name of the Lord Jesus there's a lot of movement today so I encourage you to keep an eye on Paul and the activity surrounding him since chapter 13 when the Jerusalem church fell under severe persecution and coincidentally Paul and Barnabas were commissioned from Antioch Luke's focus has been on Paul's journeys this is perhaps due to his proximity to Paul's work but it is also evidence of how dangerous things had become for the church in Jerusalem. That danger fills the second half of today's reading. Paul is determined to tell the Jews of all that he had seen on his journeys, even after hearing that he is a marked man. He is discovered and imprisoned, ironically, while fulfilling the ritual purification rites. The scene is eerily similar to that of Jesus' final night, an angry mob, conflicting accusations, and Romans whose arrest of Paul ironically protects him. Paul's discipline to purify himself for temple worship exemplifies the ambiguous tension between Judaism and the Christian church in these few decades. Paul emphatically insists to the Jews that he is one of them. Raised in Jerusalem, taught at the feet of Gamaliel, a celebrant of Stephen's stoning, but he cannot avoid his experience on that road to Damascus, when about noon a great light from heaven suddenly shone around me. Crowd listened respectfully until he announced that in this very temple the Lord had commissioned him to a task so despicable that they determined he should not be allowed to. To live our verse for this week is hebrews thirteen eight. jesus christ is the same yesterday and today and forever acts 20-22 through 22. now let's read it
0: chapter 20 after the uproar ceased paul sent for the disciples and after encouraging them he said farewell and departed for macedonia when he had gone through those regions and had given them much encouragement he came to greece there he spent three months and when a plot was made against him by the Jews as he was about to set sail for Syria, he decided to return through Macedonia. Sopater the P- Berean, son of Pyrrhus, accompanied him. And of the Thessalonians, Aristarchus and Secundus and Gaius of Derby and Timothy, and the Asians, Tychicus and Trophimus, these went on ahead, and were waiting for us at Troas. But we sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread, and in five days we came to them at Troas, where we stayed for seven days. On the first day of the week, when we were gathered together to break bread, Paul talked with them, intending to depart on the next day, and he prolonged his speech until midnight. There were many lamps in the upper room where we, where we were gathered, And a young man named Eutychus, sitting at the window, sank into a deep sleep as Paul talked still longer. And being overcome by sleep, he fell down from the third story and was taken up dead. But Paul went down and bent over him, and taking him in his arms, said, Do not be alarmed, for his life is in him. And when Paul had gone up and had broken bread and eaten, he conversed with them a long while, until daybreak, and so departed. And they took the youth away alive, and were not a little comforted. But going ahead to the ship, we set sail for Assos, intending to take Paul aboard there. So he had arranged, intending himself to go by land. And when he met us at Assos we took him on board, and went to Mytilene. And sailing from there, we came the following day opposite Chios. The next day we touched at Samos, and the day after that we went to Miletus. For Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus, so that he might not have to spend his time in Asia, for he was hastening to be at Jerusalem, if possible, on the day of Pentecost." anything that was profitable and teaching you in public and from house to house testifying both to Jews and to Greeks of repentance toward God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and now behold I am going to Jerusalem constrained by the Spirit not knowing what will happen to me there except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus, to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And now behold, I know that none of you, among whom I have gone about proclaiming the kingdom, will see my face again. Therefore I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all of you for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock, in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, and from among your own selves will arise men, speaking twisted things to draw away the heart disciples after them. Therefore be alert, remembering that for three years I did not cease night or day to admonish everyone with tears. And now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel, they embraced Paul, and kissed him, being sorrowful most of all because of the word he had spoken, that they would not see his face again, and they accompanied him to the ship. Chapter 21 And when we had parted from them and set sail, we came by a straight course to Cos, and the next day to Rhodes, and from there to Patara. And having found a ship crossing to Phoenicia, we went aboard and set sail. When we had come in sight of Cyprus, leaving it on the left, we sailed to Syria and landed at Tyre, for there the ship was to unload its cargo. And having sought out the disciples, we stayed there for seven days. And through the Spirit they were telling Paul not to go on to Jerusalem. When our days there were ended, we departed and went on our journey. And they all, with wives and children, accompanied us until we were outside the city. And kneeling down on the beach, we prayed and said farewell to one another. Then we went on board the ship, and they returned home. When we had finished the voyage from Tyre, we arrived at Ptolemais, and we greeted the brothers and stayed with them for one day. On the next day we departed and came to Caesarea, and we entered the house of Philip the evangelist, who was one of the seven, and stayed with him. He had four unmarried daughters, who prophesied. While we were staying for many days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea, and coming to us, he took Paul's belt, and bound his own feet and hands, and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, And since he would not be persuaded, we ceased and said, Let the will of the Lord be done. After these days we got ready and went up to Jerusalem, and some of the disciples from Caesarea went with us, bringing us to the house of Manassan of Cyprus, an early disciple with whom we should lodge. When we had come to Jerusalem, the brothers received us gladly. Thus all will know that there is nothing in what they have been told about you, but that you yourself also live in observance of the law. But as for the Gentiles who have believed, we have sent a letter with our judgment that they should abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols, and from blood, and from what has been strangled, and from sexual immorality. Then Paul took the men And the next day he purified himself along with them, and went into the temple, giving notice when the days of purification would be fulfilled, and the offering presented for each one of them. When the seven days were almost completed, the Jews from Asia, seeing him in the temple, stirred up the whole crowd, and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who is teaching everyone everywhere against the people and the law in this place. Moreover, he even brought Greeks into the temple and has defiled this holy place. For they had previously seen Trophimus, the Ephesian, with him in the city, and they supposed that Paul had brought him into the temple. Then all the city was stirred up, and the people ran together. He inquired who he was and what he had done. Some in the crowd were shouting one thing, some another. And as he could not learn the facts because of the uproar, he ordered him to be brought into the barracks. And when he came to the steps, he was actually carried by the soldiers because of the violence of the crowd. For the mob of the people followed out, crying out, Away with him! As Paul was about to be brought into the barracks, he said to the tribune, "'May I say something to you?' And he said, "'Do you know Greek? "'Are you not the Egyptian, then, "'who recently stirred up a revolt "'and led the four thousand men of the assassins "'out into the wilderness?' Paul replied, "'I am a Jew from Tarsus in Cilicia, "'a citizen of no obscure city. "'I beg you, permit me to speak to the people.' "'And when he had given him permission,' Paul, standing on the steps, motioned with his hand to the people, and when there was a great hush, he addressed them in the Hebrew language, saying, Chapter twenty two, Brothers and fathers, hear the defence that I now make before you. And when they heard that he was addressing them in the Hebrew language, they became even more quiet. And he said, I am a Jew born in tarsus of cilicia but brought up in this city educated at the feet of gamaliel according to the strict manner of the law of our fathers being zealous for god as all of you are this day i persecuted this way to the death binding and delivering to prison both men and women as the high priest and the whole council of elders can bear me witness From them I received letters to the brothers, and I journeyed toward Damascus to take those also who were there and bring them in bonds to Jerusalem to be punished. As I was on my way and drew near to Damascus, about noon, a great light from heaven suddenly shone around me, and I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And since I could not see because of the brightness of that light, I was led by the hand by those who were with me, and came into Damascus. And one Ananias, a devout man according to the law, well spoken of by all the Jews who lived there, came to me. And standing by me, said to me, "'Brother Saul, receive your sight.' And at that very hour I received my sight and saw him. And he said, "'The God of our fathers appointed you to know his will, "'to see the righteous one, and to hear a voice from his mouth. "'For you will be a witness for him to every one "'of what you have seen and heard. "'And now why do you wait? "'Rise and be baptized, and wash away your sins, "'calling on his name?' When I had returned to Jerusalem, and was praying in the temple, I fell into a trance, and saw him saying to me, Make haste, and get out of Jerusalem quickly, because they will not accept your testimony about me. And I said, Lord, they themselves know that in one synagogue after another I imprisoned and beat those who believed in you. And when the blood of Stephan your witness was being shed, I myself was standing by and approving and watching over the garments of those who killed him and he said to me go for i will send you far away to the gentiles up to this word they listened to him then they raised their voices and said away with such a fellow from the earth for he should not be allowed to live. And as they were shouting and throwing off their cloaks and flinging dust into the air, the tribune ordered him to be brought into the barracks, saying that he should be examined by flogging to find out why they were shouting against him like this. But when they had stretched him out for the whips, Paul said to the centurion who was standing by, Is it lawfully for you to flog a man who is a Roman citizen and uncondemned? When the centurion heard this, he went to the tribune and said to him, What are you about to do? For this man is a Roman citizen. So the tribune came and said to him, Tell me, are you a Roman citizen? And he said, Yes. The tribune answered, I bought this citizenship for a large sum. Paul said, But I am a citizen by birth. So those who were about to examine him withdrew from him immediately. And the tribune also was afraid, for he realized that Paul was a Roman citizen, and that he had bound him. But on the next day, desiring to know the real reason why he was being accused by the Jews, he unbound him and commanded the chief priests and all the council to meet. And he brought Paul down and set him before them. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.